Brandon ATL coming to you from the city of Atlanta, Georgia, going out to the windy city of Chicago. Jason Harry, Jay, how's it going? What's up, brother? How you doing? How you doing? Life is always great, bro. You know, I can never complain here, man. You know, I was recently, right, right. Jay, on a show called Dear Younger Me with a guy named Peter. I, I think his last name is Agu, or I'm going to spell it because I'm pretty sure I'm butchering it. E-G-U-A-E. Show called Dear Younger Me, guy from England. Great show. Um, and basically, he has people on his show, and he'll just talk to them about uh, their lives and things they may have done differently and uh, things they may have. Um, it, no, if I if advice you would give your younger self, so to speak, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm. kind of with things that you know now. And me and you are on the same age, Jay, so we know how how this goes. You know, life is. Yep. Th- there's a saying that says, uh, and I'm going to butcher this saying, so I'm going to paraphrase here. Something like um, youth is wasted on the young or something like that. And uh, I never really got that saying before, but I get it now. And that's basically like when you're young and you have you're, you're, you're running around, you got so much life ahead of you. Since you don't know what you don't know, those years can often seem like wasted years because you think later on in life, like, man, if I know what I know now and I can just go back then with what I know now, yeah. then right. – um, Things will be so much. Things will be so much better. You know what I mean, right? Um, right. And I feel like that is, is in certain in certain categories because you can't say that that it's that way totally. Because the, how that right. works for me in my life, it'd be in a vacuum, Jay. Like it'd be certain things. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be a blanket situation. Right. It'd be like different little things right. I would change in different little places. Um. Mm-hmm. So before we kind of get into um what you would have done differently. What do you think about that as far as just aging in general, like as you get older? Because, you know, they say you get older, you get wiser. And, you know, in the beginning of my life, I'm like, whatever, it's just older people. I, I don't know what you're talking well, about. I got it all figured out now. And then I got older and I'm like, oh, wow. Well, here's my thing on those things. Those are very vague statements at times because, it, it you know, there are definitely exceptions of the rule where, you know, you do have young people out there that are listening. You do have young people out there that are, um, you know, sacrificing and dedicating themselves to a higher purpose and, and they're not going out partying and they, and they see the bigger picture. Right. And then you have, like when you said the, the other thing about the older you get, the wiser you get. Well, I remember hearing that thing when we were growing up and, you know, those were those statements that, that were set in stone. But now as I get older, you know, older does older necessarily mean wiser only if you only if you took in the information, the the useful information that was being given to you. Because Great I point. see a lot of grown Great children. Right there. I see a lot of grown children out here. There are a lot of grown children out here that haven't lived past high school, that yes. haven't lived past college, that haven't lived past their twenties, that haven't you know that haven't grown past that because they still want to party, they still want to be the man, they still want to be that hot girl, they still want to be that hometown hero, they still want to be the center of the universe that they used to be treated as in that that time period that they had that was their glory days or their glory years or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, for those people who never grew up where they never took advice and they never really, you know, I'm, I'm sure if anything, if you ask them that same question that you're asking me about, you know, what would you go back and tell yourself? Hell, I think they would want to go back and relive that life. You know, they would just want to go back and stay in that era for as long as they, as they can stand because that's, that that was they considered that the best moment of their life. Um, so yeah, I, I I really can't. I really don't know what to what to say about that except 
for those that for those that had taken the information and received it and actually wanted to you know uh you know uh actually listen to information that was being given to them yeah kudos to them but then there's a lot of people that that i don't care how old they are how young they are they just don't want to listen they just hard-headed you know that's just it, it is what it is they just they they hard they were hard headed then and they hard headed now and that's why they you know and and you we see the end result of why they're living the life that they're living due to that you know and I'm not saying just money and success either because you have a lot of uh, successfully toxic people or successfully um, what's the other word I'm looking for uh, depressed successfully depressed people for sure uh, you know because they they have the they have the materialistic things they have the they have all these things that that you know you know from the from the outside eye from the external view uh everyone wants and everyone wants to obtain but internally they're hurting and then you have a lot of people sometimes who are internally doing okay and or or internally doing very spiritually rich but you know just externally they don't really care about the materialistic things and it's not to say that they're poor or they're homeless it doesn't mean from one extreme to the other it just means that you know, it, it depends on every person. I, I hope I answer that. Yeah, and it, and I think that you're right in a sense that you bring up a good point of, and I, and I tell people this all the time, don't look at age and feel like age means wisdom. So that's where I would right. say one of the biggest things that, one of the biggest things that I saw growing up that's different. Once I got grown, I saw as being different and kind of what I felt. It's not like I was told that. But I kind of always felt that, hey, you know, these people are older. They kind of know what's going on to a certain degree. I didn't think everybody was geniuses, but I felt like they would kind of know what's going on. Now, what I've discovered is you can get to 60 and not know what's going on. I've discovered that now. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. there's no guarantee that you're going to know that you reach a certain age and things just click because what you brought up was a good point. It ain't just looking back and saying, hey, I would have did this differently or seeing that people, once they go through life experiences, they're wiser. It's what they learned from those life experiences and what they applied to change things in their life. In their life. Did they take it? Like when you take right. the L's, because everybody takes L's in life. When you took those L's, did you learn from the L's or did you repeat the same behavior? Did you put into right. uh, safeguards? Okay, well, this is what I'm going to do now because I had this L here. Now this is what I'm going to do different here there or, or wherever and i feel like stuff right. like that is is a very salient point like and that, that was a, a very solid point so let's get into kind of like our, our personal situations here okay. so and we'll just do like uh let's just do three things here because three is an easy number to remember here jay and let's start one in, in, in no particular order so we don't, you don't they're not they don't think to be ranked or anything like that so let's give me three things and we'll start one thing that you wish you knew earlier one thing that I wish I knew earlier, stop being so damn hard-headed. That's, mm. that's the first thing. Because like you just got finished mentioning about repeating the same thing, I can safely say that I repeated a lot of the same, I went through a lot of the same cycles of BS because I didn't listen. And, mm. you know, what's even sadder about this is, you know, uh, you know, and this is just me you know, showing my humility right now. Uh, I have two parents. They're still together. You know, I have nothing. I have really no excuse. You know, like most people are like, well, I have a dad or I have a mom or I grew up in a foster care, you know, and nothing against people who came up in that, and you know, lived a good life through that. But, uh, you know, I had a foundation and I still was 
hard-headed. I still didn't listen. So I would actually go back to my younger self and actually slap me, you know, uh, or if, if not knock me out to, you know, be like, you know, that just to, just to get my younger self attention and be like, all right, look, you don't want to listen to me. I'm going to come back and I'm going to beat you. You know what? Because I'm tired of you acting like this. It took me, I can safely say it took me a long time to get where I'm at right now. You know, I, I, I safely can say this. If you would have tried to call me up for a podcast about 10, 15 years ago, you wouldn't probably want me on your show. <laughs> you know, you, I'm, I'm being, I'm keeping it real, man. No cap. You would have, you would have never, you, you know what I'm saying? Cause my mind was very immature and the way I looked at the world was very, you know, very selfish, very cynical, very, you know, just very one-sided and very me, 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 me. So it took, it just took me a long time to just realize like, and, and in order to get to where I needed to get to, I needed a lot of tough love. You know, I needed a swift kick in the butt in order for me to realize, yo, you want to step away from being home. You want to step away from from really not having not having anything in life, not love, no family, no foundation, no, you know. So that that's the first, that's number one, man. Because because without without that foundation, with you know, because I was constantly being stubborn, I was constantly seeing. Uh, didn't see even back then what I was turning myself into. Thankfully, I want to say within the past year and some change, when I uh, my growth process truly began, because I was living, I'll say it like this, I was living with someone where they were family, but I honestly, it was almost like taking a look into my future. Mm. Lonely and dark and just and, and and this is this is the end result of being selfish, and this is the end result of being hard headed, and this is the end result of just not listening and not taking good advice when good advice is being given. Like, yo, this could be you right here. This could be you. So take a good look. So I didn't really need to go back in time or anything or go into the future. I actually had, you know, sad to say, I actually had I was living with someone where I pretty much got to see this is what my future is going to be like when you don't look out for people and you don't listen to people that care about you and you all about just your personal game. All right. That's number one. Would you have listened to yourself, Jay? If you were gone back and said that for what it says, tells to me, I don't know if you would have listened to yourself. Then is there anything, because you know, sometimes when you're youthful, you just feel like, you know, it all, you you got it all ahead of you. What could change some of that that stubbornness? That's why I said I would have slapped myself or I would have hit myself. Mm. That would have got his attention. That, got see, I know, see, I know me. I, and what got my attention was a swift kick and a you-know-what. Got you. So to get my own attention first, I would, you know, to, you know, it wouldn't be no hi, hello, you know who this is. It would have been, Mack. like, <laughs> yeah, now, you know what this is? Yeah, it's you. And it's, it's like, wait a minute, what, that would have got my attention right there, you know, you know how they, they have that saying that, you know, everyone's, you have to approach everyone differently. Some people deal with tough love better. Some people deal yes, with, absolutely. you know, not necessarily being coddled or whatever like that, but maybe a softer approach. I don't need the softer approach. I need raw, rough, uncut attitude. I can't have that, oh, you poor baby. You know, it, it, that doesn't work for me. What works for me is you got this much time left before your life is up. What you going to do about it? Right. And it, and it has to be, I have to be like that. 
I have to be like that. I would have had to been like that with myself. Because first of all, it would have put me on scare straight. Let me straighten up my life. Let me get this together. I can't say if I would have maybe, you know, went back into, you know, my old, you know, old habits or ways after my future self, self left. But it, I'm sure would have woke something up in me. It definitely would have changed the timeline on maybe some of the people I've met. I probably would have never met. Uh, some of the experiences I had that honestly were a waste of time. Mm-hmm. You know, that I, now that I look back on it, it definitely wouldn't have done that. But I don't know if it would have changed fully because there was more to it than just me being stubborn. You know, there was a lot of other internal stuff going on, you know, self-esteem, uh, wanting people pleasing. I wanted people to like me and, you know, never really felt like I belonged. And I was definitely struggling with that for, the, I want to say, the first part of my life. You know, and even in my, my early 30s, I was still dealing with wanting to belong and wanting to be a part of the world in a way where, you know, I always envisioned it, but it just seemed like it can never manifest. I, I could never manifest it to that because A, I didn't believe in myself and B, I was, you know, I'm still on that, that journey, that self-discovery of, of self-love and, and, and self-acceptance. So, you know, that plays a part in it too. And I don't know if I would have had enough time, even as my future self, my present self, going back to my past self, being able to explain them all that because I don't know if I would have been able to understand it all and retain that type of information because it's one thing for us to, you know, go back to our old selves and say, all right, this, 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 and this is what you got to do. But you knew how you were back then. So right. would we have really retained the information because knowing that I was going through all of that and still knowing that I, I was going through, you know, low self-esteem and, and, and still trying to find myself, would I have retained all the information? I can safely say no. I can safely say no. Because when you're trying to find yourself, when you're trying to, you know, search for your identity and who you are, you're going to go through a lot of road bumps, man. You're going to go through a lot of ups and Absolutely. downs. Absolutely. So, so that, you know, me going back in time, would that, would that have fixed everything? Hell no. No. All right, let's move on to your second uh, thing. Second thing, don't drink. It's a waste of <laughs> like, money and it's a waste of time. Don't that's drink. a very straightforward right there, man. You know what I mean? Don't drink. Just, just watch it. And nothing against people who drink. I don't want this to I like to have a nice glass of wine, a little glass of noir myself yeah. there, my friend. Well, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm not knocking anybody that, you know, that drinks for, for social, you know, social drinkers or people who drink for, you know, like to have a wine with their, with their dinner or, you know, like to maybe have a certain drink with a cigar because I'm a cigar smoker. So this is not, I'm not an advocate for, this is your brain. This is your brain when you drink alcohol. You know, I'm not doing that. You know, my <laughs> thing is, is that, that for me, the way I, my approach to drinking was once again, the self-esteem, the, the, you know, trying to fit in and trying to be cool and trying to be sophisticated or, or something like that, to have this image of what I thought I needed to be in order to, uh, be a part of the world in such a way that I've always wanted to be. And once again, the alcohol um, being this mask or this uh, this way to me to kind of mask who I truly am because I felt like if people saw me for who I truly was, they wouldn't want to hang with me. You know, so it's the self-esteem thing. But drinking was a part of it. Drinking, I, I say the drink, no drinking because that was at the time what I thought helped mask 
my, you know, my self-esteem or lack lack thereof. So, you know, definitely no drinking. And, um, yeah, just, uh, I, do you feel yeah, like that shielded that, you that, from embracing some of the, that, 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 um, what you felt it was some of the issues head on because, you know, drinking can kind of help you live with it a little bit. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I would face certain situations, but then I would screw up certain opportunities because of, you know, it's like I would drink because I was nervous or I drink because, you know, I had anxiety or something like that. I remember I, here's a story about the drinking thing. I remember I was, I was getting, I was in my late twenties and I was drinking and, you know, I had this thing where, where I was, I would talk to people and stuff like that. And I realized I was kind of doggone there on my way to being a con artist because there would be times where I would have conversations with people about stuff that I would have half a knowledge about, but because, you know, they liked me and I had good charisma, they'd be like, Oh man, show me your, you know, your product. And I'm like, I ain't got no doggone product. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know, like, I, you know I, was, I would catch myself and be like, Oh great. I'm digging myself a great. And I remember I was talking to this dude about wines or whatever like that. I was at his bar and he was like, yeah, we could use import exporter here. I was like, well, I, you know, and I'm dude, hand of God, I don't even know what I said to him. But next thing I know, he's like, well, if you got business, let's talk. And I'm like, Oh, Oh no. I was like, what am I doing? And I realized the type of person I always wanted to be was this guy. It's like a business person of some sort, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't know what kind of business I wanted or what, what, fact I was trying to do I just you know I knew I wanted to make money but I didn't know how to do it or how to go about doing it I was just I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants and then when I get into a moment where I would realize what I would do I would catch myself and then the reality would sink in and the fear would come back and you know and instead of me trying to actually figure out maybe how I could make it work and how I could make money off doing this you know I just immediately would retreat back to my old self and Mm. you know uh and my old, old habits, meaning, yeah, back in the old habits and retreating back into the guy with low self-esteem, the guy with no confidence, and the guy who did, did, didn't just say F it and just try it. So definitely, you know, not drinking and uh, allowing myself to be myself more and, and to have the raw, emo- go through the raw emotions of fear and go through the raw emotions of, of self, uh, self-worth, and self-value and acknowledging myself, you know, and, uh, and, and having more integrity which I can safely be happy enough to say that I, I go through that now and I, and I feel that and I allow myself to feel raw emotion. I allow myself to. Oh, that vulnerability that, that, that a lot of people exactly. lack and, and, that, and that's hard for some people, but I think that's a growth process for some. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's part of just growth, man. No drinking, but, but part of, that was just part of my growth. I mastered a lot for many years with uh, just kind of high, um, for myself. So that's the second one. And third, Experience life, man. Stop. Get out of town every now and again and travel. See more. Do more. Listen, man. I used to be ashamed to think about, but I'm gonna just say it on your podcast, man. I haven't really traveled. I've never been outside the country. You know, I've never been to New York. A lot of people haven't been, bro. That's that's that's, a lot of people don't even get outside of their neighborhood, Jay. You know that, right? That's that's a lot of folks, man. Yeah, I've traveled. I've gone away to college. I've I've been to you know a couple of different colleges in a couple of different states. lived in you know florida for two years uh you know i've definitely you know traveled locally to, to certain spots here and there and stuff like that but to be honest man i've gone through two passports in my life and i've never used them 
Mm, you know, interesting. I, you know, like what kind of, you know what I'm saying? I've gone through two passports, never used them. Something's wrong there. Something's wrong there. And I don't mean be talking down about myself, but it's like, you can afford a passport, but you don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> right. You know? right. You're like, you're ready you know to go. Like, you, you just haven't gone, but you're, you're ready, ready to go. You're ready to go. You're ready to go. You, you're more ready than most people. Right. Facts. But you still ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you have the means to do the things that you want to do. Do it. So, and I used to think that money was a big issue. Like, I can't seem to save up money. No, you got bad money management skills. Figure it out. Yeah, for sure. You, you're, you're keeping yourself in the bubble that you're comfortable with because you have you don't have to worry about those extra responsibilities and it's something that's unknown to you. So therefore, because I you know I find myself in certain situations where I would make a certain amount of money where I was able to do the things I've always wanted to do and you know what I would do? I would spend that money on crap that I didn't need. You know, I would go I would basically keep myself in the bubble. Mm. I would purposely keep myself trapped in the bubble so I wouldn't experience new things. There were times where I could have, and I could have trapped, and there were times where there were opportunities that were given to me when I went back to college for uh, 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 a second time when I thought I wanted to be a teacher. I had some random person come up to me and was like, hey, there's a travel program that you might be interested in. I never capitalized on it. When I was in my, my second college that I graduated from, there was a guy who came up to me from the football team. He's like, hey, I, we could use somebody to, you know, be like this coordinator on our team or something like that. I got scared, didn't know anything about it. I just retreated. They said, we would have supplied you with a laptop. We would have gave you this, we gave you that. You know, blessings come our way all the time. The thing is, is do we capitalize on them? Yeah, are we ready to receive them? No, but yeah, but you, you know, are we ready to receive it? But see, here's the, here's the other thing. Some of these opportunities that come my way, some of them only come once. Like Eminem, you know, uh, uh, what was that song? You only get one shot. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. This, this opportunity comes only once in a lifetime. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. And then you and then you spend the rest of your days kicking yourself in the butt. Then, well, I woulda, shoulda, coulda. Ain't no woulda, shoulda, coulda. You shoulda did it. What do you go back that makes that, that change that mind state? Like, what, what, how would you, how, what, what would you have done differently to change the mindset? Is it just a just do it type of mentality that you just kind of got to have? Here's the truth about the going back in time. The truth of the matter is, is I still think I would have maybe taken some advice, but I don't think I would have taken all of it. For sure. I think that's what and, a lot of people and, know, Jay, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? That's, and that's just, that's just bottom line. As much as I would love to go back and change it, I don't know if I'd be going, I don't know if it, I'd be changing it for the better, even if I did go back. You understand? You know what I mean? Because even if I, I just don't know if it would have been changed for the better. So I, I'm like one of those people where as much as I wouldn't mind going back and checking out my old life and stuff like that, the more, the older I become, the more I don't, I wouldn't want to tamper with it. Oh my God. Because you. I wouldn't have met the people I would have met. With the butterfly effect situation. Exactly. I wouldn't, I really feel like, I, had I did that, I probably would have never got on the phone with you. Mm-hmm. I never would have understood certain things I've understood about my family. Uh, as good, bad, and ugly. You know, maybe I still, you know, the sugar-coated part would have still kind of blinded me. You know, there's so many factors. There's so many, you know, chess pieces in place in, in, this, in, this, in this 
ball like that. You know, you make a different move, you get a different outcome. You know, it, it's never going to be the same thing. So it's like, in my, in all honesty, I know this is just for the podcast and this is the, you know, the, the topic of discussion for the day for the show. But to be honest, man, I wouldn't want to, I really wouldn't want to touch it the more we talk about it. I really wouldn't want to go back and touch it. I'm like, you know what? Leave them alone. Leave that Jason alone. Let him, let him be. He going to learn. He going to learn. When? It's going to be much later in life, but he's going to learn. It's going to make him appreciate what, everything he has when he reaches of age. Well, when is that? Don't worry about that. It'll, it'll happen. Yeah. And I feel like that's a solid point here. Those are solid points. And, and I feel like a lot of these things too come down to just, especially your last one. So I, I, I do a lot of like looking at articles where they say, what are people's regrets? Like, you know, people that work in maybe hospices or people that work in these, um, end of life homes and stuff like that. Right. And they'll ask these nurses and people who work there a lot of time, what are people's biggest regrets? So uh, I've paid attention to a lot of what they say, because a lot of times it's the same thing. And the biggest one I hear Jay, is kind of like the last thing that you said is the biggest one that I hear is just do it. Just go, get out there. And they wish they just get out there, got out there and just live life. Just, just do caution to the wind a little bit. And just got out there and live life because yeah. in our head, we could think of everything negative that could happen in our head, right? We we could think of every Absolutely. single negative possibility and outcome of the situations in our head, and it keeps us Absolutely. from maybe move doing or uh, fulfilling a life potential, like you know, living a good life. I say a life well lived. I should say. Um. Right. So I, I've decided, you know, in in my in my life to just throw caution to win a lot more. And I remember telling you that when we were starting this show, like you know, a lot of people if they're thinking about starting a show, my best advice for them is to start the show. Don't worry about nothing mm-hmm. else. Start start the damn show. You know what I mean? And get on there and start your show because you're going to have everything in your head. What if people don't listen? What if it's not popular? What if my family and friends make fun of me? Because I, all the things you'll think about in your head, one of the things you got to know about people is a lot of them aren't thinking about you, period. That's one of the things you got to know about human beings. They're very self, right. they're, they're thinking about their lives, what they got going on. So they're not even worried about you to begin with. Um. So it, it's it's interesting to listen to that to that last little bit uh, tidbit there and just see how it coincides with a lot of just what I hear in general. It's just getting out there and just just living your life. You know what I mean? And I'm saying that you go out there and you can do daredevil stuff, but I'm just saying like you just go out there and live the life you want to live because you don't want to get to the end of the days like you said, and then you didn't do so. You're not gonna get a do over. You know what I mean? You don't get a do over. You want to make sure that you're living life to its fullest potential. And um, I definitely appreciate you sharing some of that uh, vulnerability and, and stuff with us here, Jay. Okay, man. Appreciate you, brother. This is Reg and ATL. And if you want to hear my answers to these questions, please listen to uh, Dear Younger Me, Peter's show. It's an excellent show. It's going on for about an hour or so. Guy from England. Excellent show. Went over a lot of different things in his show um, there. So you can check out his show and all the of the streaming platforms. It's Reg and ATL. You can check us out. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time.